You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. a Monday here on the Ken Miller Show. It's Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock this afternoon as we recap the weekend. A lot of Masters conversation coming up. Well, here's the entire show. We've got uh, Matt Rudy, Golf Digest senior writer. Matt Rudy will join us. He spent the weekend at the Masters. Well, more than the weekend. Uh, But he will join us to recap it. Uh, I believe he's on his way home from Augusta, but we will uh, catch up with Matt Rudy. It's that time of year. Like it or not, here comes the NBA and the NHL into the sports conversation here in NBA and NHL crazy Des Moines, Iowa. (laughs) Uh, Josh Martin will join us. We'll do some NBA conversation as the NBA enters its final week. And it's going to be a fun week, Trent, in particular with the Minnesota Timberwolves, who find themselves in a very tenuous spot right now. But you could say that about a number of teams uh, that reside in the West. A lot of work to be done. Two games left for most of them. A lot of things can happen, Trent. Yes. Uh, they go 2-0, and they're in. Very, very simple. And then the schedule-wise, particularly tonight, Memphis, mm-hmm. um, although... A tanking Memphis Grizzlies squad. And then Denver, who beat them earlier last last week. week. Um, But they get them now in the target. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be fun. Timberwolves have to win. I like the team. I like watching the team. Uh, but uh, we'll do some NBA with Josh Martin. And then we will get to Iowa State, who begins their final week of practice before their spring game on uh, Saturday. Dylan Mont's going to be here to get the very latest with Iowa State. They had some media avails uh, since the last time we spoke with Dylan. Likewise with Scott Dockerman, who covers the Hawkeyes for Land at 10. Dylan 115, Doc at 125. And then a story we talked about on Friday uh, regarding uh, the Kentucky Derby and whether or not there was going to be an Iowa-owned horse in the starting gate on the first Saturday of May. Jason Luch and the Albaugh family stable. Well, they had some success this past weekend. They didn't win, uh, but they garnered enough points that they are comfortably in the Derby. So third straight year, the Albaughs will have a horse uh, in the Derby. Brody Scott's two years ago, Jay Boy's Echo last year, and this year, Free Drop Billy is in. So that's the show today, TC. Free Drop Billy. Any idea the name where it came from? No. They had the Dak attack. Yeah. Which was Cowboys. Named after uh, Jason's football team. Yeah, He's a Cowboys yeah. fan. Um, I'm, uh, well, there is a story. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, there's always a story? There's always a story okay. with, the, with the, the way they name their horses. So, yeah, I'm not sure what this one is. But, look, we'll talk to Jason today, and we'll talk to him uh, in the days leading up to the first Saturday in May once the post positions have drawn four weeks from now. Uh, but NBA and NHL are going to be on the docket uh, at least at some point during the week, NBA today. But we have to start with the Masters. Uh, Trent, the, a couple of takeaways with the Masters for me. You watched, or at least I'm assuming you watched, Ricky Fowler on 18 make the birdie putt mm-hmm. and all the patrons around 18 who had just seen Jordan Spieth come through a couple of groups earlier. They're going bonkers, holding their breath in hopes that Spieth can get to the top of the leaderboard or back, I guess, where he was. Uh, and then we watch Ricky Fowler make that putt and he moves to within one. The crowd is going absolutely nuts. And then the leader of the golf tournament walks up 18 and he's an American. Yes. And I have to put that out there mm-hmm. because he's an American, red, white, and blue. A um, southern boy from Louisiana. Southern boy. Went to school 
in Georgia. Right. Augusta State. Started at Georgia. Right. In the SEC. Ended up at Georgia at Augusta State. Parents lived two miles from the golf course to this day. And tepid. Tepid. Polite. Polite. But but not a roar. Anything but that trend. I mean, did it, did it come across the TV to you like it did to me? Absolutely. And Absolutely. even when he, you know, when he missed his first putt, the 25-footer, his first putt on 18, and to leave himself, what, three feet, four yep. feet, whatever it was? It was four because I had the uh, the wager, short, uh, last putt for the champion. Over-under was three and a half feet. Wait a second. Yes. yes, yes. The very last shot in the Masters, you're still on your gaming device. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know what? There was still one shot left, right? There's there, no sense logging off right, early. Still right. To do. <laughs> oh, man, TC. I had the baby. over. I had the over. And, uh. No, I had the under, and it was a loss because it was over three and a half feet. I think it was three feet, nine inches, something like that. Well, he made it anyways, yes. but you could you could almost sense in the crowd around 18 when he missed the first one and it went four foot, oh, there's a chance. Mm-hmm. There's a chance there's going to be a playoff, and we won't have to applaud Patrick Reed for winning this golf tournament. That's the sense that I got. So Saturday night, I did a little investigating. Why I've known for years that he's not liked. Mm-hmm. And usually in the conversation during the round, it's he's aloof, mm-hmm. a little cocky, yep. just maybe socially awkward. You yeah, kind of hear those, that. Those all fit, yep, and those have all been thrown out there. But I, I'm like, that's not a reason There's to got hate to be more, right? So I did a little digging. I, I found an article. Thing. <laughs> and, and found out about when he was, well, the reason he got kicked off of Georgia. Mm-hmm. The and, partying. There's partying. Like, but he's a freshman in college. Right. right. He's 18 years old. Right. Away from home for the first time. Yes. That can't be it. Yep. And and the article, that's really the main thing that I saw about it. And then that he's just cocky. You know, there's uh-huh. a lot of talk about that. And, then that, that and in a, a gentleman's sport, he's willing to let you know he's going to beat the crap out of Right. This isn't a sport where you see a lot of trash talking. Right. right? There, there's a, this is golf we're talking yeah. about. But there's, I mean, from time to time you see it. And guys aren't hated because of it. But I couldn't find more. You found more. There is the dead more. spin piece, and I found the dead. That's spin piece. what I should have gone. Yes, to. dead spin's always the place to go. Right? They, um, in the in the piece, and I can't remember what year it was written, but it's been out there for a while. Apparently, while he was at Georgia. Now, let me get this straight. There are there are two issues that that Patrick Reed's teammates, when he was in college, had a problem with. Money disappeared from a locker room. Where was he? Was he at Augusta State or Georgia? Because I want to get that right. Right? Do you remember? I think that was at Georgia. I think it was, too. And to this day, when he walks into clubhouses, even on the PGA Tour, apparently, this is in the article, um, there's whispers, lock up your belongings. Here comes Patrick's here. Here comes PR. So that... I don't know, reputation precedes him. But maybe even bigger when you're talking about honor in golf. And the one real no-no in golf is cheating, right? Is cheating in golf. And apparently, when he was at Georgia and then again at Augusta State, his teammates accused him and believed that they have proof without a doubt that he cheated. The one at Georgia, his ball went into the rough. They couldn't find it. And miraculously, Patrick found it in a place that it had no business being in. Mm. So his teammates knew darn well that he reached into his pocket and pulled out a ball and dropped the ball and wanted to play that one and said, no, this is me. This is my ball. And then, again, 
although the 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 incident in Georgia got a lot more um, color behind it, I guess, because there were some people willing to go on the record. At Augusta State, it was just whispers okay. of cheating, but it was out there again. In fact, they voted to kick him off the team at both schools. So this is just not a well-liked guy. And in a mm-hmm. game where golf's fellowship, golf's an individual pursuit, there's no trash talking. I mean, what Rory did after the round on Saturday when he was talking about you know, Patrick Reed's going to have to sleep on the lead of a major championship, and I've been there and done that. Mm-hmm. That's about as much trash-talking in golf as you're going to get. Fair yeah. to say? And last Ryder Cup, they, they were going back uh, and, and forth Ryder a Cup's little. The Ryder Cup's different. That's, yeah. Because yeah, that is more of a team event. And that's why I was so excited about yesterday was because Those like two. we were going to get that. Yes. Two guys that are certainly uh, known to to do a little more conversing. Right. Well, Patrick Reed's nickname, Captain America, based on, on his performance right. in the Ryder Cup and the fact yeah. that you know he was willing to exchange blow for blow with Rory McIlroy. But the cheating makes sense because mm-hmm. in golf, that's a scarlet letter. Yes. You, if you are known as a cheater... That sticks with you. Yes, and, and I hadn't realized that. So now it all does make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. It makes a whole lot more sense of, of the reasons... People don't like him. No, and, and here's the worst part, at least for me, because uh, it kind of hits a home a little bit. Um, just, just be the fact that he has no relationship with his family, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they've been estranged for, well, they got married. Him and his wife, uh, who, who was his caddy, um, got married, and they have two kids now. I, I'm not sure. Four years ago, roughly five okay. years ago, whatever it was, um, his parents weren't invited to the wedding. Mm-hmm. His parents haven't spoken with him since. There have been numerous occasions. In fact, 2000 and I want to say 16 at the U.S. Open, his parents somehow got tickets to one of the days and one, and followed Patrick Reed, not inside the ropes, outside the ropes mm-hmm. as a spectator. And his wife, his caddy, uh, realized that, uh, that Patrick Reed's parents were there and had USGA officials Go and and there was nothing in the story that say he was heckling or that the parents were trying to cause a scene. Mm -hmm. But had USGA officials remove his mom and dad from the course, Trent? That's wild, crazy. I mean, his parents are having a master's party fifteen minutes from the course when their son is on top of the leaderboard and has essentially been there. All weekend long. Yeah. And they can't get in to watch their son win a tournament. It's absolutely wild. Isn't and, it? And yeah, there, there's a lot of layers to this guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I always cheer for him because he's a chunky dude like myself. So, sure. so I, I like I like those burly guys right. do, do going out You'd there. You loved Mickey Lolich, by the way. Yeah. Left-hander for the Tigers in the 60s. <laughs> Big old he barrel like chested. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Won three games in the 68 series. My kind of guy. Yes. My kind of guy. So... The hot pink shirt, though. Oof. Yeah, and then this is a guy that wears red, and he doesn't wear it uh, wear red apparently to, uh, you know, to get in Tiger's face. Mm-hmm. Where's it? Of all things, Patrick Reed has a respect bone in his body, and wears the red on Sunday out of respect for his. I don't know. Was he an idol at the time? I'm not sure. Patrick Reed's got an idol under the one he sees in the mirror every morning. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he. Uh, I mean, it's just it's such an odd, interesting mm-hmm. story, and. Uh, the most I, unpopular I Masters champion, Trent, that I can. And he's an American. An American. A Southern boy. Yes. Right. <laughs> and people, Which even adds more to it. Was I it Larry agree. Mize that went to Augusta State as well? I think Larry I Mize. I think you're right. Yeah. That, that seems and right. And he beloved. Right. Just absolutely beloved. This guy was there. Mm-hmm. Despised. Yeah. 
Didn't want him to win. No, they didn't. Let me look no further than the the the, the patrons uh, around the 18th green who were polite in their applause, but were going bonkers when Fowler rolled in the birdie and when and when Jordan Spieth's number went up on the scoreboard that he was tied for the lead briefly. And this is, I mean. If we're talking about the waste management out in Phoenix, right? I mean, he'd been booed. Yes, walking down yes. there, and if it was oh, that, but this is a polite Southern yeah. crowd. This is what you do at mm-hmm. Augusta National, mm-hmm. and but yeah, it was it was just so odd. And at a lot, Rory, it almost felt like he he lost his chance on two on two. Yes, the eagle putt. Mm-hmm. He makes that, and all of a sudden, well, um, it tightens up on Patrick Reed. You're 100 percent right. I mean, Nick Faldo and, um, and and Jim Nance were talking about, you know, these only well, they were already conceding the eagle putt for yeah, the most part, yeah. at least on the scoreboard. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you. That second hole, and look, Patrick Reed. I don't want to say he got lucky. I don't. I, at first, I thought, you know no. what? He caught some breaks because he made good putts. Now, mm-hmm. he made putts that happened to hit the cup. The one on 17 still going. 17 is the lucky one. Mm-hmm. But he put himself in that position. Absolutely. He gave himself a three-shot lead going in there. And even Spieth being Superman, basically. Oh, what a round. It didn't matter because yeah. he created that separation. And, and that is the game plan. Who came up with that game plan? Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Where you go out and you make your hay on Thursday, on Friday and, and Saturday, and then you can kind of coast into a title. Don't make mistakes. Don't Play make, smart golf. And that's what he was able to do. He put the ball in the right spot. Rory didn't. And there were so many times Rory had, he, he was burning edges. The right edge. How many times mm-hmm. did he hit the no. right edge? I mean, just time and time out. Lost that first shot off the tee on one way out to the right. It just they both on the first hole yeah. struggled, right? And but you're right, Rory. But Rory made par on the first. Yeah, that's that was great. From where that tee shot, I mean, the, the moment it left the face of his club, you're thinking, "Oh my mm-hmm. God, he's going to double the first. Right? Uh, just, just, just great. You know, the other thing that struck me over the weekend too, just and maybe, maybe it's just me because I'm so football nuts, right? And I love the Stanley Cup and mm-hmm. the World Series is just you know you can't beat it. The Masters, I'm not sure it gets the credit in the, in the sports landscape it deserves. It's not even my favorite major. I mean, I love the British Open. Yeah. But watching this thing, it just, it just, I, I, I just, it just, I don't know, drove home how important this event is on the calendar of major sporting. And maybe it's because three days after we cut down the nets in college basketball, we're about to put the tee in the ground for the opening round of the Masters. But this 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 tournament is, I mean, Trent, it's it's amazing to watch. It is. In the same course, you just, I love that element of it. Yeah, because you get to know it. You yes. know what? The more times you watch it, even though you've never played there, mm-hmm. you feel like you know what's coming. Right. You know it's, you know the holes. Mm-hmm. You know Amen Corner and then leading in. And you, you know Ray's Creek. And you have all these different avenues that just any kind of golf fan knows this tournament. And it's just, it's different. British, it's a different kind of golf, so I do enjoy that as well. Yep. The U.S. Open, I like when they trick it up. I might be there. No, I'm fine with it. Yeah, because it's once a year. Right. Once a year, yes. And if somebody wins a golf tournament at, you know, even par, one under, or five one over, over, I don't, I don't care. care. It's, yes. it's, it's the same course for everybody. Yes. And if you need to make it 9,000 yards, make it 9,000 mm-hmm. yards. I want to see once a year the most difficult conditions. And if it's unfair, so be it. Yeah. Everybody's playing Get in these it. unfair conditions. Right. Uh, but the PGA sucks. I mean, yeah, compared, I mean it's, it's just, it's such a, 
such a letdown. It is in the sports calendar. Where you now, get... last year was it? Last year when they had to race. When was the Olympics? Remember, a couple, it was a couple years well, ago. They squeezed 16. everybody together. Yes, that that they had to squeeze all the. We seem to go from the Masters, to the U.S. Open, and then a week later we're playing the British, and then a week later we're playing the PGA yeah. because it was the Olympics, and that was part of the golf. Um, but look, it's August, and we're off. We, we're we're salad. We're we're drooling because football's a week away or two weeks away. Could they change the PGA and put it in May? I know the yes, players. The is answer in the is May. yes. Wouldn't that make a lot? We have two months before the U.S. Open. Took the words right out of my mouth. Two months. I'm with you. And it's August. Right. Kids are getting better. You go back to school. Mm-hmm. Football season. We're practicing. We've got preseason games on TV. Thanks for getting me to this point, golf. Yes. But I'm going to you know, move you from my television, and we're going to be doing football. I think it makes a lot of sense it does. to do that. You're preaching to the choir. April, Masters, PGA. In May. Then you get to the U.S. Open Father's Day. Which is always Father's Day weekend. And you finish up across the pond Mm -hmm. in the oldest tournament Mm -hmm. with the British. Mm -hmm. Boom. We just Mm -hmm. figured it out. Think Matt Rudy will agree with us? Uh, Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) Because I do. I mean, I... And you can put the the players in August. Put it in August. Yeah. Because it's still a fun tournament. Yeah. And after you watch enough preseason football, all right, it's close, and somebody you know is up there. Maybe. You, flip. You, you keep me posted. Okay. Uh, you can watch football. <laughs> you're, you're, you're still watching the uh, the third-teamers for the Giants take on care. the Seahawks. My, one of my favorite days of the year, football-wise, is the Hall of Fame game. And I was so disappointed <laughs> the year they didn't play it because of the field conditions. That was, what, two years ago or three? I think it'll be three years this year. It might yeah. be three years yeah. ago. Anyways, uh, we've got Matt Rudy, Golf Digest, coming up. Josh Martin, we're going to talk some NBA with Josh. Look forward to that in this first hour. Again, it's a massive, massive weekend. Uh, our week, rather. Only two games left for most teams. If you're a fan of the uh, T-Wolves, don't forget their um, G League team plays in downtown Des Moines. So I'm not sure if that created any new T-Wolves fans or not. Um but we'll do some NBA conversation with Josh Martin. And then in the 1 o'clock hour, Clones and Hawks, Dylan Mont, Scott Dockerman, before we wrap things up uh, with Jason Luch on the Kentucky Derby Trail. We will take a timeout, come back with Matt Rudy. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. When you're on the water, you want a boat that offers stability, handling, and performance. And that's just what you'll get in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. If a Manitou pontoon boat can do that in competition, just think of all the fun you can have on the water 
better with your family and friends. Be ready when that first nice weekend hits. Head to Malone Motorsports now and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why they're the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski-endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of Highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. If you run a small business, you know there's nothing small about it. Dell's Small Business Technology Advisors are here to help with solutions tailored to your business. Get the latest technology, like Dell laptops with Intel Core processors. Plus, with free shipping and a price match guarantee, you know you're always getting the best deal. Talk to a Dell Small Business Advisor today at 877-BY-DELL. That's 877-BY-DELL. Don't miss Scott's Days at your local Ace, our biggest lawn and garden sale of the spring. Right now, buy any bag of Scott's fertilizer and get a free $5 reward. Come back and use it anywhere in the store to make your home or yard look great. Hurry in for great deals throughout the store during Scott's Days. Now through Monday, only at Ace. Limit one bonus reward per Ace Rewards account at participating stores through April 16th. $5 reward delivered by mail. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment program designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes. 
the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You bust. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Myself with you until two o'clock. Let's get uh, uh, right to Matt Broody, senior writer, Golf Digest. He was at Augusta the entire week, and he joins us. Uh, thanks for coming on, Matt Trenton. Ken, are you on your way home? I'm uh, parked. I just had lunch in Decatur, Georgia, which is outside of Atlanta. I'm headed to catch my flight home. Atta baby. So you didn't. Apparently, you didn't win the uh, the lottery to stick around as a media member and play today. Yeah, I'm over ten now. I think uh, of all the people I of all the people I've talked to, I, I'm, I've gone the <laughs> I've put in for the most number of times without getting it. Maybe next year we'll be like, yeah. Maybe next year. There's always next year. Well, there's always next year for a number of these guys. Ricky Fowler. I'll tell you my biggest takeaway, and there were a number of them. And I want to, you know, you were there. I just noticed that, you know, when Spieth. Uh, climbed into a tie at the top of the leaderboard. The patrons are going absolutely crazy. When Ricky Fowler makes his birdie on 18, the uh, the crowd around 18 was going absolutely nuts. When Patrick Reed made his final putt, they were polite and they applauded. Um, it seemed like not the most popular winner, Patrick Reed. That was one of my takeaways. No, not at all. I was there uh, for all those things you mentioned. I followed uh, Jordan Spieth when he started going crazy, I went out and walked around with him because if someone's going to shoot 62 to go from, to go from nine down and win the matches, I wanted to see that firsthand. And so then I waited and, and, and watched Ricky come in and I watched Patrick Reed come in and, and close it out. And there's no question that the, the cheers that all of the other players got were substantially more than what Reed got. And, and even Bubba Watson got more, more cheers than, than Reed. And I think that it's for a combination of factors. Patrick Reed parents live in Augusta, but he has kind of an, an estranged relationship with them. They don't really speak, and uh, there's something certainly strange to, to have your parents sitting a couple miles away in yeah. Augusta where they live, and they're not there to watch you win the green jacket. And I don't know how much of that the, the average patron knows, uh, because 95% of the people that are there are coming from somewhere else around the country. But um, Reed, I think, is just not as popular as some other players. Uh, number one, he hasn't had as much time in, in, the, in the center of attention as someone like Jordan Spieth has. Uh, you know, he's not a major winner, and, he, and he's not fundamentally popular like Ricky Fowler is in terms of being in a bunch of ads and you know being a being a face of a, of a brand, so to speak. So I think you can give him a break a little bit on that. Uh, but also, I think he's he's just he's kind of a loner and a and a prickly guy, uh, and I think that's just part of the deal with him, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I think someone who's willing to speak up for himself and say that he feels like he's one of the five best players in the world, and someone who, who, who puts it on the line like he does, I mean, I mean, nobody relishes competition as much as he does, and, and he's certainly shown it in the Ryder Cup and showing a lot of fire. I, I think I think there's a, a lot of positives to go with some of the less than positive things that, that people might, might think about him, and, and nobody can question the, you know, the, the fortitude he has to play with Roy McIlroy and and, to, and to, to stay the course like he did and to, and to hold off the challenge. I mean, there were so many birdies to be had on that golf course on Sunday. The fact that he was able to keep it steady and, and close the deal, was, it was a cool thing to watch. 
Spieth had the run. Rory just never could get it going. Ken and I thought he might even lost the opportunity all the way back at two. That eagle putt, putt that almost felt inevitable, it didn't go down, and it just felt like he could never recapture it. Does that uh, does that go anything deeper, your thoughts on Rory kind of going forward, especially at Augusta? Well, there's no, there's no doubt I wrote I wrote in my piece last night for, the, for, for GolfDigest.com that that was as close to a bogey as a birdie could ever feel mm, like. Yeah. He missed the three-footer for Eagle, uh, and he had a chance to tie for the lead right away, and he was coming in three steps down. And to be able to walk off the second green, tie to the lead, and, and have some, some of that momentum, it, it might have changed things. But I also don't think that his, his putting was where it needed to be for the whole day. I, I don't know that even making that little three-footer would have solved that, that problem. Uh, I think Rory's coming back from a pretty bad putting slump that he's had for going on two years. And the, the Bay Hill event he won a couple weeks ago was a, was a really big step in the right direction. Uh, but, uh, but I think it's still fragile. And when you hit the ball as good as he does, when you hit it as good off the tee as he does, when you hit it as good with your eyes as he does, if you can't capitalize by making putts, that, that's really demoralizing. And you could tell, I think, by the turn. You know, by the ninth hole, he'd clearly given up. You know, his routine was quicker. He was just kind of you know, hitting the ball to get it out of the way. And I don't think he felt like, with the way he was putting, he had a chance to make the birdies that you would have to make to, to get in the tournament. Jordan Spieth made nine birdies. And and uh, if you're not out there hitting it close and making putts on a day like that, you can't you can't get back in the tournament because because people weren't going to be backing up. Hmm. When uh, did you were you close to him on 18, Spieth? I'm referring to his drive that boy. It sure looked like he was going to get past all of that trees and it. You know, from where we, the camera was behind the tee, uh, it didn't look like when it obviously did hit the tree that it would cost him as much distance as it ended up doing. Now, to his credit, I mean, he gave himself a chance to make par. Uh, but what would have happened had he not hit that tree? I just wonder, Matt, did he? It must have been more solid than we at home thought that it hit. Uh, there's, there's a basically a tunnel that you hit out of on that tee, and there's the, the, the trees, the lob lolly pines that go down that that, um, that hole kind of overhang the, the even even they get even close to where the optimal driving lane is and, and the way that hole is configured you really need to, to, to press along the, the edge of the tree line and, and, and work the ball with a little fade to get it kind of around this corner to have a better angle at that pin. And I don't think that he I don't think he caught a tree as much as he caught an overhang branch. Mm-hmm. And, and it and it was like uh, getting a shot blocked or partially deflected in basketball. It just went that straight down. I think he had 240-some-odd yards to the green, but the bigger issue was the big curveball he had to hit. You know, he, had to, he, had, he had a big cut to try to get it up there and around. And, and with where those bunkers were, where that pin is in the front left, if you're in the wrong spot, uh, you, you, you can't even make a par. And he had a really good pitch shot, and he had about eight feet up the hill and just didn't make it. I think it was the only thing he didn't, he didn't do right the whole day. And, and, and in fact, he might have been relieved to see Patrick Reed make that par on 18, because if he had... If Reed might have might have taken a bogey, mm, sure. and, and Spieth ended up missing the playoff by one shot, out, you know, based on a bogey, I think that that would have been a, a heartbreaker after after having the round he had. Ricky Fowler finishes the shot back in second place, wearing the bright orange pants. We've known him for a long time because of the outfits, but a good game to go along with it. Are, how close are we to that breakthrough? W- would you put money on it happening? Maybe here in 2018 with three majors remaining. Well, it's hard to say how close he is to the breakthrough because this is sort of the standard body's been in. Mm-hmm. Ricky's contended in a lot of majors. Uh, 
but I but I think the commonality in those majors is he has a lot of high finishes. And, uh, but this is really the first time in a long time where it felt like he had a chance to be in it. He's had, he's had a lot of finishes where where players, and, and this might even be one of those times too, where you know the players were so far ahead of him that even shooting a sixty-seven like he did, it wasn't practical to, to get all the way back into contention. What Ricky needs to do is have the lead, be in the final group. Have, you know, be in a position where shooting the number that he can clearly shoot on Sunday means he can win the tournament instead of having a, a moral victory, you know, the moral victory of finishing second. Uh, it, it, it's hard when there's so many birdies out on the golf course to, to be as far behind as he was. I think he was five shots out of the lead going into, the, into Sunday. When there's so many birdies to be had, that's, uh, that's tough because you, you, what you really need to do, you need the leader to shoot over par and, and Rory shot 74, and that was the fourth worst score on the whole golf course. It just didn't seem to be a lot of bad scores that were going to be out there on the course. Uh, Matt Rudy, a couple more minutes, uh, Senior Writer Golf Digest. Matt, uh, Trent and I were talking about this, just how much you know, we're going to miss golf until uh, until Father's Day weekend. I know there's been some talk recently of, of the PGA moving to May did that ever did that move forward? Where where are we on the PGA moving from August to May? Will that happen? I think it is. I think it's happening. I want to say next year. Yeah. I think there are a lot of changes coming. You've got the Players Championship moving. I think the the when when the when the schedule gets moved around, the Memorial you know, some of some of the more famous tournaments you've heard of are going to have a little bit different places in the schedule. And I think it's all designed to try to capitalize on TV time, you know, when, when people are going to be watching golf on TV. And I think the later you get in the season and the closer you get to college football and, and the World Series and baseball playoffs and the NFL and all the things that start happening in the late summer and early fall, it doesn't feel like golf season anymore. That's not a knock on golf. It's spring feels like golf season. Right. Or, you know, now, Masters Week, U.S. Open, you know, July feels like golf season. So um, I think anything they can do to create a time when each, you know, each major has its own window, you know, it's got a little elbow room around it, and they can create a playoff system that makes sense and is coherent, and, and you can follow at, at a logical time at the end of the season. I think that's that's good for golf. We've uh, seen with that change uh, a lot of PGA championships here in the upper Midwest, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Would that be off the board? Would it be moved moved earlier in the calendar? I don't know if it, it would be off the board. I, I think the uh, whatever time of year you pick, unless you're talking about the Masters, which isn't moving, um, there, there's other disadvantages to, to be had. I think if, if you're having the PGA Championship in August and you're going to put it in Louisville or you're going to put it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or you're going to put it somewhere where it's 174 degrees, I don't think that's any more enjoyable than if it was 50 or 58, you know, where, where you had some of those days that, that you might get in Des Moines or like I did when I was growing up in Michigan. The, the May is a beautiful time of year. The, the problem with May, and, and I'm sure you guys know it better than anybody, it's just not as predictable. Mm-hmm. You, you, you might get some of those cold days. And um, and I and I think the, the powers that be really love the predictability of the weather. But if you look at the British Open, the, the well, the least predictable thing about the British Open is what what you're going to get weather wise. You can Good get point. some of those. You can get we can get winter days at the British Open essentially. So I, I don't know if there, there's so much of an obsession about the weather. I think what they really want is a is a dedicated window to have good TV ratings. And, mm. and the PGA has been doing a wonderful job with their venues and with the way they set up the golf courses 
if you look at the caliber of winners they have, you know, I, I think what we saw, for example, yesterday at the Masters with players making birdie and the leaderboard they had was just fantastic. And, and, and I think the PGA is going closer to what the Masters is doing and they're in danger of leaving the U.S. Open behind, at least in terms of the setup and, and the quality of the of the winners they get. The, the, the U.S. Open's done a little bit better the last couple of years and had some good winners. But uh, if you're going to make super hard, narrow golf courses that just reward kind of boring play, you're going to get what you got for the last 50 years, which is you know players like Andy North winning the U.S. Open. That's no slight to him. He, he did what was in front of him. But I don't think anyone can argue that what happens on the back nine on Sunday at the Masters is the most exciting thing that happens in golf. It's amazing. So let me ask you this last thing for you. Saturday night, did you duck out of the media center or were you sitting in a corner on your laptop watching BTN to go? Did you see your Spartans spring football game? <laughs> I was making fun. One of my friends covers the Spartans for one of the Detroit papers, and, and he was basically tweeting the play-by-play of spring football, and I said, are you crazy? You should be watching the golf. Uh, even even uh, even someone who's as dedicated to Michigan State football as I am, I take a pass when the Masters on. Atta boy. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come. Thank you, Matt Rudy. Appreciate what you do for us. You bet. See ya. Thank you, Matt. Matt Rudy, Golf Digest, senior writer, author of, what did I say, 28 books, something like that, yeah, in the game yeah. of golf. Crazy. Speaking of uh, his Spartans spring game, Rocky Lombardi, former West Des Moines Valley quarterback. You actually watched some of this? I read a recap. Oh, did you? Didn't go very well for Rocky. Didn't it? A Rocky one, if you will. <laughs> Bill Bre- Bill Bender was there to cover it. Oh. So I wanted to have Bill on for a couple of reasons, and I'm hoping you can find Paterno on uh-huh. HBO. Yes. I enjoyed the you-know-what out of it. Uh-huh. I did. Um because he he had a sneak preview when he talked to yeah. the uh, the director Barry is it Levinson yeah Barry Levinson yep. uh, he spoke with him and as he told us last week so um, yeah I, I need you to see it so we before we get the bill right. and then we can recap that and T Wolves play at seven tonight yes after that late night There's Nuggets nothing. Nuggets play at like eight I'm not going to be the Nuggets won't come up in the program tomorrow I'm assuming well that's true I'm talking about for my own personal <laughs> enjoyment and I might have a little wager on it you think but. Yeah, 10, 9.30, what is it, two hours? Hour and 47. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I'll knock it out. It's I'll knock it out tonight. I'm anxious to see what it's you think of it. It's on the DVR, so yes. Good. Anxious yes. to see what you think of it. We'll get Bill on to recap it. Uh, we're going to talk some NBA next. Josh Martin is going to join us. He'll join us uh, a number of times in the weeks ahead as we talk NBA. It is that time of year in Sports Talk Radio here in Central Iowa. Folks, NHL and NBA Look out, ready or not, here they come. Trent and I are back with more on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. You just-
just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Bacon Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska. You can't get any fresher than your own vegetable garden. Or can you? At the Home Depot, four and a half inch and five inch Bonnie veggies and herbs are not only as fresh as you can get, but right now you can get five of them for just 15 bucks. That's not only thinking green, that's saving green. So pass the salad and grow tomatoes that actually taste like tomatoes. Start your own garden with fresh Bonnie veggies and herbs every day at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, selection varies by store, excludes Bonnie Organic Vegetables. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Rupke is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. 
I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you until uh, 2 o'clock. As we are every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Let's talk some NBA, shall we? It's the final week of the regular season. Still lots of work to be done. Lots of playoff teams to be determined. Josh Martin, who was with us last year, we appreciated that. Uh, Co-host of Hollywood Hoops at Delonzo Wire as well. He joins us, covers the NBA, and we pick his brain on the final week. Josh Trenton, Kenny Des Moines, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing fine and fascinated by this race out in the West where essentially, I mean, Portland and Utah are both in, but five, six, seven, and 8 still to be determined, and uh, really only one win separating, uh, well, Oklahoma, San Antonio, and New Orleans all in a flat-footed tie. Minnesota won a game behind them. Fascinating down the stretch for those four seeds in the Western Conference. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's a, obviously a ton at stake here, and there's only a few days left in the season. You know, even Utah has secured a playoff spot, but if the Jazz went out, they'll be the number three seed, so there's still some movement there to be done as well. The only things that are locked in are Houston at number one and Golden State at number two, and obviously you'll have Denver and Minnesota playing each other on the last day of the mm-hmm. season, potentially to determine uh, which of those teams qualifies for the playoffs. It's... Uh, it really is making things interesting. You usually think of the end of the regular season, the NBA as being, you know, whatever, like, let's just get the playoffs started. But it's almost like the playoffs are getting started a few days early with all this. It's a lot of fun, and you get that one-and-done scenario possibly setting up Wednesday night with the uh, T-Wolves and the Nuggets. Well, I'm hopeful that that is happening. I'm a Timberwolves fan and, and would love to see it. Haven't been in the playoffs in 13 years. A week ago, I was so distraught with the team, but Jimmy Butler's back it's a big difference, no doubt. But when you watch his squad, how is it that they can go and all of a sudden Jimmy Butler shows up and, and everybody seems to be trying even harder? I mean, Jimmy's a guy who, who plays, his, plays his rear end off. He plays so hard. Um, he plays both ends. He's a guy who's gotten it done in the playoffs. He's experienced. And I think you need someone like that to light the way uh, for a team whose other top two talents are Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins two guys who you know are, are tremendous basketball players, but they've never been in the playoffs. And there have been questions with them throughout their, their young careers about can they do it consistently, can they play both ends, can they be effective winning players. And, you know, it's, it's hard to win in the NBA. It's a process learning how to do that. And it certainly helps you have a guy like Jimmy around to kind of show that way and for him to come back from injury and right away be flying around for alley-oops and, doing the sorts of things that you would expect Jimmy Butler to do. Uh, Josh Martin is our guest. Josh, does it feel to you that, you know, you really, I mean, if you're the seven or the eight seed, if you're the seven seed, you're going to get Golden State. If you're the eight seed, you're going to get Houston in round one. I mean, these teams got to be 
um, doing whatever they can to get as far as five and six, right? So at least you've got a chance to get out of the first round. Sure seems like that to me. I mean, obviously you'd rather not be facing either of those teams, Houston or Golden State. I don't see either of those teams as entirely infallible, though. Uh, you know, the Warriors are probably not going to have Steph Curry in that first round, and obviously they still have a ton of talent with Devin Durant and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and Andrew Godala coming off the bench, Sean Livingston coming off the bench, but they're not invincible. So I think given the right matchup, you know, if you see them going against, let's say, the Oklahoma City Thunder, for instance, in the first round, I think that could be a very close competitive series and one that, who knows, maybe it surprises people. Houston Rockets are a great team, but uh, we've seen what can happen with guys like Harden and Chris Paul in the playoffs as far as you know, melting down in yeah. mm-hmm. pressure situations. Uh, we've seen injuries to those guys, so I don't think they're uh, infallible either, And especially if you're talking about a team like Minnesota that has a great big guy in Carl Anthony Towns. Denver, if they get in, they've got a great big guy in Nikola Jokic. I don't know that the Rockets have uh, the ability to truly shut down a great big guy because they don't have a ton of size, and that's part of what makes them great is their ability to play small ball. But if you have some real size and physicality to bring to the game, you can slow it down. I think that can be effective. So obviously you'd rather steer clear, but I don't see it where where Houston and Golden State are simply going to walk over the rest of the field this year. So the other top seed, the Warriors, there's the injury concerns that continue. And Steph Curry, I know he talked a little bit, said uh, last night that he was rehabbing everything, appeared to be in step there. But whenever Steph Curry comes back, I mean, is it easy to assume he's just going to be what we expect out of Steph Curry? Or is there, there going to be a process there as well? I mean, the only process is, is, as far as he's concerned, is just getting his wind back, getting his legs back under him. And getting back in the flow. As far as the Warriors are concerned, they've been there and done that with Steph Curry. So snapping back to attention with him on the roster, I don't think will be a problem. They've won two titles with him. They've been through state finals with him. So I think they're certainly used to playing with him by now. They'd obviously prefer to have him than not. And uh, I figure it'll be a pretty quick adjustment for the team. It's just a matter of, is Steph ready? Does he have his rhythm? Is he ready to, to start knocking down shots again? Josh Martin is a guest co-host of uh, Hollywood Hoops. Josh, uh, one of the teams that's fascinating me, and it's kind of you know kind of um, latched myself to their wagon, if you will, uh, and that's the Sixers. Just when they started to get hot, and they said Fultz gets back in the lineup, and Embiid's having a nice year, and 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 uh, Simmons just crazy how good he can be. Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, who we saw at, at Kansas uh, briefly and have seen him in the NBA briefly, um, a- averaging a double-double and gets just kind of a fluke injury. Orbital bone is broken. What is the like? What's the likelihood that he's going to be back for this playoffs, and at least early? And as I look at it, the East seems kind of wide open to me with Kyrie's injury. Toronto, you never know what they're going to do once you get to postseason. Cleveland looks... Uh, anything like uh, Cleveland over the last few years. This Sixers team fascinates me. What's the latest on Embiid? So Embiid, it looks like he will be out um, probably till the end of the month, or at least close to it. So uh, unless the Sixers get to the second round, and there's an excellent chance they will, uh, it's going to be tough to envision Joel Embiid being out there. But, you know, he, he will certainly have plenty of motivation to get back as soon as possible, because you see, right as it stands right now, 
the Sixers' first-round opponent would be the Miami Heat. And I think uh, anyone who's been following Embiid's career thus far knows the uh, the rivalry that he struck up with Hassan Whiteside. And wouldn't that be fun to see in a seven-game series, those two guys go toe-to-toe? Um, but I think even without Joel Embiid, the Sixers have the ability, they have the talent to to win a series um, you know, with a guy like Ben Simmons, who's been so, so, so good, leading them uh, through this winning streak. They've got you know some decent veteran guys, a guy like J.J. Redick, who's been through it before. Um, but it is such a young team, uh, for the most part, in Philadelphia. So uh, as great as they've been in this regular season, you know, winning 50 games after being at the bottom of the barrel for you know however many years, three, four, five years, that's a huge turnaround. But the playoffs are, are an entirely different beast. And when you give a, a cha- another team and a, a team as well coached as the Heat a chance to really uh, work through their options and, and pick at your strengths and your weaknesses, I think they're going to figure out a way to really slow down Ben Simmons and make him have to take jump shots, which he's not comfortable doing. So uh, that's going to be fascinating to watch. But uh, I think as a as someone who enjoys watching basketball play at its highest level. It would be great to see the Sixers get to that second round and be able to bring Joel Embiid back and see what this team really can do on this stage. No question about it. Josh, we'll impose on you uh, next week once the playoff matchups are set and get you to break them down for us or help us with doing so. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Josh Martin uh, joining us. Uh, You can uh, follow him on Twitter and Hollywood Hoops. Um, Yeah, this this Sixers. The the East is open, Trent. is it? There's a path, I think. You're believing. I do. I, I do. can't. I can't you go still, down that you, route. You think that there's Cleveland's got another gear? Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland. Is LeBron still with them? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, One o'clock hour coming up next. Clones and Hawks make their way into the program. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on seventeen hundred with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker seventeen hundred KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down, or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. You already know Montana Mike's has the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for all your carryout, catering, banquet, and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group, let Montana Mike's do the cooking for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Montana Mike's for lunch or dinner. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business? Nimble business? Dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business. UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small, really, is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-649-9377 to find out more. UMA, the phone your small business deserves. The next time you're driving and here, you may be tempted to... It could be as simple as OMG, or even see you soon. But you won't be R-O-F-L when you hear and get pulled over for texting and driving because a ticket is nothing to LOL about. You drive.